So, cuz, how was your day? Uh, a lot of mixed emotions, but for the most part, it was a good day. Yeah. So, it was like mixed emotions, but a good day. Are you hearing the theme? Yes. Okay, that's your cue to sing along with it. Okay. Number two podcast, and I'm gonna talk over the intro music because I'm selfish and I wanna talk about myself to my cousin, and he wants to do this, but I'm not writing any lyrics for the theme song yet. Number no two lyrics. <laughs> no lyrics. No lyrics. It doesn't quite fit in with it, but thank you for trying. No. Oh my gosh, it fits perfect. Yeah, perfect. No lyrics. No lyrics. So how's it going, cuz? Well, first of all, before we get started, I want to apologize to all of our listeners first, because I might cough occasionally, and I have a runny nose, so... That's fantastic. So whatever sounds go along with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that runny nose. And I can't wait for you to start going. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Fantastic. I am. I am pulling the phone away when I cough. Because I know how horrible that can sound. Yes. And I was listening to another talk show on the radio. The Howard Stern Show? No, just another one. And um, when I hear them cough, <laughs> they try to get away from the microphone, but sometimes they don't make it in time. Right. I told you before, because that when we do this podcasting, yes, I multitask because I have to like you know clean and make sure things are in order. Because you don't care but, about this this idea that you had. You don't care enough about it, or you don't I care do. as much about it as I do. No, I'm trying to keep it as real as possible. And I think that's how people can relate. Multitasking. No, because that just means that you're not giving your full attention to the show. No, it's not. I just, this is where I'm going with this. All right, go for it. Last night I couldn't sleep. I couldn't figure out why. I can't sleep. I toss and turn candlesticks in the dark. means somebody's being burned. So... Fast forward to now, and I'm fixing my bed because we were... Wait, back up. I just fast forwarded. You said fast forward to now, and I made the fast forward sound. You kept talking. Okay, fast forward to now, and you did. Okay. I'm fixing my bed. How'd you break it? (sighs) I'm making my bed. Oh. What? uh, (laughs) Whatever. I'm putting the blankets in sheets. (laughs) Yeah. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Anyway, so I didn't fix it yesterday because Luis was off and I came home and he fixed it. I was like, oh, how cute. That's he fixed nice. the bed. Well, now I'm fixing it from yesterday, from last night, and he put the sheets on wrong. What do you mean he put them on wrong? Well, he put the top sheet upside down, you know, like at the bottom and the bottom. Wait, he put the flat sheet on the mattress? 
Well, yeah, but on top of the fitted sheet. I don't get what you're saying. He got that part. He got that part right. Okay. You know how the top sheet has like a, a, a thick or a wider border? Yeah. For the top where your pillows and everything go? Yeah. The head of the bed? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put it at the foot. Well, I mean, that's not a huge deal. It is for me. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? Yeah, but I can't say anything because you probably get a feeling stuck. Well, the way you say things, I, I'd get my feelings hurt, too. <laughs> because it's a big deal to me. <laughs> yeah, and also because you're really mean. No, I'm not. Because <laughs> I, I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, but sometimes you can be a real bitch. I've heard that before. <laughs> from, I'm not trying from to From your be. kids? I think they want to say that. They don't. <laughs> Have you ever said that about your mom? The day before Mother's Day? No, <laughs> I would never say that. Here. You mean you would never admit to that? I don't blame you. I wouldn't admit to that either. I've never said it. I wouldn't. No, I mean I would never even thought it. <laughs> <laughs> no, me I'm neither. I don't. Kill. I'm being serious too. I don't know why I even thought of the question. <laughs> I know why I thought of the question because your kids think you're a bitch. Yeah. Do you I think, think they? So. Wait, do you really think they think that? Yeah. All the time, or just because um, just when I'm confronting them, or when they see how you they how you treat their father, <laughs> I know. Like, God, Even though just they got have some like, like calm down, he's just it's saying just, whatever. It's calm just a down. sheet, mom. Probably, that's probably. But anyway, uh, we can talk about the bed later. Okay. No, 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 go ahead. You started, I don't, I don't want to interrupt your, your story. So you're fixing the bed and you realize that the sheet was upside down. That's why I couldn't sleep last night. Oh. <laughs> Wait, so you didn't, there was the you whole didn't, point. but you didn't know it. You could just feel it. You could just tell like. I knew something was wrong. There, <laughs> there was a disturbance in the force. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my nose, it just so bad. So, anyway, I was telling about today, too. It was a mixed emotional day. What happened? Um, well, Violet made her first communion. All right. That's a good thing, right? We're guests about Catholics. <laughs> and, well, it was kind of mixed emotions because, obviously, my brother's not there. Right. Uh, to be a part of it, mentally, he's not there. He could have been there physically, but I don't think he would have been able to mentally. Uh, I don't know. I guess. You don't, I don't think know. he could have been on his best behavior while he was there? Yeah, that's what my mom um, kind of thought was best. Well, does yes, he know? Because the way he's been acting. He did. No, and he knew from for about a week now that she was doing it, and um, he had said he, you know, he did want to go. And then my mom was kind of like prepping him, like, "Okay, you're going, but if her mom and you know her stepdad show up, you cannot, you know, don't stare at them, don't look, uh -oh. you know, even if." He may not 
be thinking or trying to do anything, he will look or, you know, make someone feel very uncomfortable. Right. And, you know, being in church it was not the place to be, you know, to do that. So he said, no, he, he wasn't going to go. Um, let me back up. Let me rewind. <laughs> Violet ended up staying the night here, so I had to get up like super early and get, take her to get her hair fixed, you know, get her dressed. My are mom you, had taken her shoes. <laughs> are you her godmother? Yes. Okay. And because um, you're devout Catholic. Yes. My mom had taken her shoes last week and said, like, Mama, don't forget to bring Violet's shoes. She couldn't find her shoes, so she had to go and buy her new shoes. And I'm like, okay, well, you need to hurry up and get here because I haven't had a chance to get ready. So she gets here, picks up Violet, puts her new shoes on her and takes her. I, like, have time on fixing my hair. I change, like, ten times. We leave. We get to the ma- my mom texts me. She's like, where are you? I'm like, we're about to walk in now. I'm like, we're about 15 minutes early. This is really good. That's unusual for you. Yeah. <laughs> the only problem is we were actually 15 minutes late. What? That's usual for you. I thought they told me it started at 1030, not oh. at 10. So... I walked in at ten fifteen, and all the little kids are already sitting down. Oh, cause boy, I was like, I looked at this lady and I was like, "They already walked in." She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I thought it started at ten thirty. She's like, "No, it started at 10. I was like, "Oh, oh cause you robbed Violet of her chance to walk in for her her first communion." Uh, well, I don't walk in with them, but I, know, I wasn't but there. Yeah, I know. You, I know. Oh wait, so Violet was already there, or no? But Vi- no, yeah, Violet. My mom had picked oh, up Violet. Okay. See, I, I misunderstood. Yeah. So, okay, so she got to walk. Out. You just didn't get to see her. Yes. And um, guys, somebody's here. What are you doing? Anyway. They're like, why did you answer the door and quit being such a bitch? Because you I'm really shouldn't let, you, you, <laughs> you should let your kids talk to you that way. Um, Especially the day before Mother's Day. <laughs> anyway, church is really beautiful. Your mom was there. Looked your really mom cute. was there. She was, too. And um, Mass was I don't know, but it was just, you know, I felt it was very spiritual. I felt a lot of love and, you know, togetherness. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Go ahead. So then it's all over with, you know, everybody's kind of like taking pictures and whatever. And Mario's there. And I could just see he was like sad. Yeah. But he wasn't trying to be, but he couldn't help it. So I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Let me just give a little backstory here. Our Uncle Mario was married to our Aunt Gloria, and they were both really close to Violet. And 
several months ago, Gloria, our aunt Gloria passed away. So now Mario is a widower and he's at church watching what I'm sure he feels very grandfatherly. Would you agree? Yes, I would. So he feels very grandfatherly towards Violet and he's watching her make her first communion and his wife, who was also very, our aunt Gloria, who was very close to Violet, couldn't be there to share the moment. So he's probably feeling sad about that too, right? Right. I mean, like, I felt like, I mean, he was, he really couldn't talk. I mean, he would say a little bit, but when he would try to speak, like his voice would crack, like he was ready to cry. So, which made me want to cry. I can't, you know, hold my emotions in very well. Especially when it's, you know, something like that. Yeah. So that was, you know, it was, it was good because I felt like, you know, like even though we couldn't see her, she was there. Right. It's so funny because it's so weird. Uh, I didn't know that Violet was making her first communion today. Uh I mean, somebody might have mentioned it, but it, it just, it didn't dawn on me at all. And uh, today, instead of editing the video that I was working on, that I've been working on, I uh, took some time to try and clean up my computer a little bit. Uh-huh. And I found an old uh, database of photos. Oh. And I, I found some from 2012. It was Danielle's birthday party. Mm-hmm. And my dear and Gloria were dancing. So I was like, oh, man. Oh. Yeah, so I sent a couple of those to uh, my mom and your mom. And then I, I found some other older pictures and a couple more of Gloria. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was... Yeah, it's, it's weird. Kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. So I never got a response from them, but I guess it's because they were at uh, at church when I was seeing these and didn't realize it. I didn't realize yeah. they were at church. But it's, yeah, it's just it... weird that, that, you know, you were thinking about her and I was thinking about her. Well, I you know, I stumbled upon these photos that made me think of her. Yeah. It was, like I said, it was, I knew, like, I didn't see, we couldn't see Mario, at least where we were sitting. We couldn't see, but I knew he was there because I had seen his truck outside. (laughs) Um, So it was really, I knew it was hard for him because I feel like as much as he, I think it's easier for him, I guess, maybe easier is a good word. When he's by himself at his house, when um, little Alex and Violet go to visit versus special occasions or, you know, celebrations when he has to, to be there by himself, you know, to and not have her to be a part of it right. physically there. So that was very emotional. Oh, and the, I guess the other part, which I don't know, I try to keep an open mind, but her mom, Violet's mom, didn't go either. And... I don't know, you know, I don't know why she didn't go. At least none of us seen her there. Did anybody uh, from her family go? No. Um, but I don't know how, to what extent, you know, I don't know if Metal told them or didn't tell them. I know my mom, you know, she she didn't tell them because she doesn't really talk to them like that. Right. Or there wasn't, a, you know, a need for invitations or anything like that. That she did, you know, kept telling Betel. But I don't know if it was maybe because they thought Alex was going to be there too. Um, 
he said something, I think, with his nerves. Like, he, I guess he doesn't know how to really react or act when, when he gets too nervous. Who, Alex? Yeah. Anyway, that was the, the mixed emotion. Good day. <laughs> if that well, makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, you got the good thing happening that that your niece, your goddaughter, is making her first communion today. Mm-hmm. And you got the bad because you were really late for it. <laughs> and <laughs> no, that's a joke. And, you know, her her parents couldn't be there for their very specific reasons. Uh-huh. And our uncle was saddened because he couldn't share it with his wife. So, yeah, it's mixed emotions. All before the day before Mother's Day. I know. <laughs> and tomorrow, That's... tomorrow when I make my Mother's Day calls, you know I'm going to call Mario because oh, oh yeah, because we <laughs> our greeting to Did each other. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this happened because but our greeting to each other has been for years has been Happy Mother's Day. So I got to give I him know. a call on Mother's Day. I think that happened like by accident, right? Like I don't know if it was your birthday or somebody's birthday and. I don't know. It's been years, but you know, he he and uh, and Chalo have. When Chalo leaves, he says "Te bañas," yeah, which is what take a bath or take a bath. Yeah, kind of like clean yourself. Yeah, which (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how that came about either, but that's like him and Chalo's thing, and and mine and Mario's thing is Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. I know it's crazy. Yeah. Cray cray, but. Now, this is totally off. Go for it. But, I mean, it has something to do with church, but it's just weird. And I try to go to church, and you I don't know if you... get a burning feeling in your stomach when you go to church. <laughs> I try to keep an open mind and, like, say, I'm not going to let people distract me. Whether it's with their kids crying, or their clothes, or oh, their... good luck, cuz. Oh, my gosh, cuz this lady had on a really cute denim, very thin uh, material dress. It kind of um, off-the-shoulder type stuff is in style right now. I don't know if you know that. Because <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> of course I don't know that. Well. By the way, right now, I'm, I feel so in style now that I know that. Because my shirt is completely off my shoulders because I'm not wearing one right now. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, shut up. We don't have video component well, to this yet. Well, I know for sure for a All lot right, of So you're in that, church and you got distracted by this woman's shoulder? No, not by her shoulder. By her tits. <laughs> I'm sorry, by her what? Her boobs. Well, she really didn't have a lot of boobs. Boobs, but she had nipples. She did not have on a bra. And she's all. wearing an off-the-shoulder blouse in church. Yes, with no bra. So when you say no bra, how could you tell that she was not wearing a bra? Because how do you know it wasn't strapped? Was dark enough to see through the shirt, oh through, through her dress. It wasn't like a like a white. Shirt, you can do it, but the material was thin enough 
and light enough. Because that's horrible. Hispanic with black hair. Did you get any pictures? <laughs> no. All right, so she's but, Hispanic with black hair. How old are we talking about? She's probably in her 30s. What's the face look like? Um, I would say she's doable. Oh my goodness! Not for me. <laughs> Not for me. I would just think for a guy, they'd be like, "She's doable." So she would have been a, a a real distraction to a guy in church. Yes, she was because listen to this part. <laughs> okay. I wasn't going to say anything about her boobs or her nipples, but I could see through her shirt because I'm like, I'm not here to to be distracted. This lady is crazy. But while we were having lunch after mass, Alvaro and Andrea start your talking sister about and your yes, brother-in-law. My brother-in-law start talking about this lady in church that didn't have any underwear on. No chonas. No, she didn't even have underwear. On. And I was like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, she's the one that had on the blue dress that went off the shoulders." Oh my goodness! So she was wearing nothing under that dress. Nothing. Wait, how could they tell she wasn't wearing chonas? Apparently, the way she sat, or whenever she got up, or something, somewhere, Alvaro said he. This, I'm quoting. He saw her cat. <laughs> he didn't say cat. Andrea said cat. Oh. He said something in Spanish. I couldn't quite understand it. I, I can't. I don't even know what it is to repeat it. Did it sound like bread? Did it sound like H? Not H. It sounded like solo la something. Gajo or maybe gato. he said gato. <laughs> Dang. So this lady was like just wearing a blanket in church. A sheet. A sheet. Excuse me. Not a blanket. A blanket is, might keep you warm. <laughs> And cold nights. A sheet is going to show that you're cold. <laughs> <laughs> so who was she there for one of the kids making their first communion? I mean, like, I don't she... know if any of her kids were actually, they were making a first communion, but she volunteers and oh, one cause... of her nephews or nieces was making theirs. Cause we're in the middle of May. This is like, in Texas, Southeast Texas especially, it starts to get hot and humid. She could have had a sweat streak down that butt crack. Yeah. Yeah. She could have. And the thing is, the the, the dress wasn't fitted. It was, um, I guess, drapey. It was flowy, kind of. Yeah. I got you. But the material was so thin that you could... I mean, it was almost like you could see straight through it. And it was a bright, sunny day today? Yes. Okay, so when she was outside, you could definitely see through it. Probably. I didn't see her outside. I, I, I don't wasn't know why I didn't come visit this weekend. <laughs> I mean, I, because I'm serious, I was sitting in the pew, and I did a double take. Like, did I just... <laughs> and then I found myself like staring at her boobs, thinking. All right. So where, where were you? Nipples? Where were you in compare in comparison to her? Like where where were you? Where was she? Well, in the same she pew was, ahead of you. No, behind you? she was actually walking pew to pew, 
um, guiding or escorting the kids out, like, to walk up so that they could receive their communion. Oh, my goodness. And so when she walked up to us, I wasn't looking at all at her like that. I I just wasn't both paying attention to her. But when I made it back to the pew and she was on the other side across the pews across from us, and she was starting to, you know, direct those kids to come out and their families. She She stood there for a while because you have to let one pew at a time and you can't. You know, they don't want them call, standing, them up, uh, standing, calling up the aisle. Right. So she had, you know, some time to stand there. And I just was, I looked over and the way she was standing, I guess, in the lighting, I was, I stared. I was like, oh my gosh, she's not wearing a bra. And I kept looking, like, to make sure <laughs> that I was being nipples and I was and and boobies that were like down <laughs> they weren't even little perky ones they were oh, little deflated no. balloons yes it was it was very distasteful tacky distracting obviously distracting well, the can go on and on because I tell you, I get distracted by like the door creaking in the middle of church. If I had seen this, it would have been game over for me. I, I would not have heard a single word for the rest of the mass, and I would have felt That's terrible about it. But I would not. I wouldn't have been able to stop looking. Has have you ever been to Mexican mass? Yeah. No, there's okay. It is a hundred percent. I mean, let me eighty-five percent. Of the math is distraction. Like kids Music running around, kids the air conditioner not, not strong enough, or noise people, or they have their kids are playing on a phone, or they have a toy, or, or they're asking for for change from the the donation basket. Right. Yes. Or the clothing, the the women in the clothing. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit it's been a long time since I've been to a Mexican church, so. I, I probably wasn't aware of some of these distractions when I was there, but definitely some of them. That was the first that I, I, I've i never seen nipples. <laughs> and I mean, the dress was cute. Her makeup was, you know, on point. She, she's very Cause, thin. Yeah, because there's no excuse. This, like, I, just, I don't, I, I am far from prude, I think. I think you would agree with that. But I'll yeah. I'll admit I've gotten a little more conservative as I've gotten older. Like this dress, I would love to see this dress. I would love to see this lady wearing this dress. But I would have felt so uncomfortable if I had seen this in church because I would have had such conflicting thoughts. Like I'm there, like this, like I know God sees you everywhere, but like this now th- at church, I'm aware that God is watching me because I'm in His house. And if I'm looking at something like that. In God's house, I would uh-huh. just feel so bad, but just my human nature, my instinct would not allow me to stop looking. Right? And you're a man. And Damn I'm right not I am. And I don't have desires to be with a woman. <laughs> so I was distracted. And if I noticed it, and I don't know if, you know, claims what he claims that he saw. 
could you imagine what other people what about the kids some of those kids made their first communion and went through puberty today (laughs) (laughs) what my nose is running like a lot (laughs) all right why don't you take two minutes go blow your nose Um, no it's gone (laughs) <laughs> All right. I swallowed. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, that's so disgusting. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Can you imagine how many crazy church stories are out there? And it's kind of hard to like say what you see at church because you you're not there to judge and you're there to praise and. Oh, because I feel like a lot of people at church are there to judge. Yeah. You see if they put any money in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> he only put a dollar. Oh my gosh. He didn't put any, or he makes his own donations outside of <laughs> collection times. Because this is unrelated, but since we're talking about church, I remember one time when I was still living in Kansas, I was at church. Now, this was a long time ago because I haven't been to church since I moved back to Texas, unfortunately. But oh my goodness. Yeah, it's a different story. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, I was at church, and I had gotten there kind of late, so the the pews were all filled up. So I had to stand in the back. And as I was standing in the back, my mind started to wander. Again, distraction. Right. You know, ever since I was a kid, I just never could really pay attention, like full attention in mass. So my mind was wandering, and I was thinking, what would I do if somebody came in here and like try to shoot up the place i'm standing in the back more than likely they'll just walk forward and that'll give me like a little bit of an advantage because i can come up behind them if if i have the wherewithal and the courage to do so i don't know that i can do that i'm not i'm not claiming to be some sort of hero because lord knows i'm not but you know this is when i was in the middle of my jujitsu training and stuff like that so i had a little more confidence in myself and and uh thought I, you know, would be able to defend myself and protect others if necessary. So I'm thinking this, and then, you know, I snap out of him, like, what the heck am I thinking? I'm in church right now. Pay attention. Well, later that day, I go home, and I hear on the news that a church right down the street, there was a guy who got shot there and killed. He was, I think he was a doctor or something like that, but uh, it was like an anti-abortion thing. Because oh, I, swear, I do it, remember that. Yeah, it was like less than a mile from the church I was at. And like the scenario, not the exact scenario, but a very similar scenario that was going through my head was happening right down the street while I was at church. That's or maybe not right while I was at church, but the same day. Would and you was, say that's like a premonition? No, I think I have stupid thoughts like that a lot. It just happened to be a coincidence. That's crazy. Do you I, call it super thoughts? Say again? You you refer to them as super thoughts? No, I said stupid thoughts. Oh, stupid. <laughs> no, but super thoughts sounds awesome. <laughs> hey, shh, shh, I'm having a super thought right now. Be quiet. <laughs> no. No. Like, I thought maybe, <laughs> like, supernatural. No, or... no, no. No, that's a good name. <laughs> But unfortunately, Wait. that's not what I said. Go ahead. Okay, so the reason why I was like, I was like, oh man, like super thoughts. That's, 
because Loopy, my other sister, sometimes we have these thoughts or dreams or whatever of things that we don't know if they're going to happen or feelings that, you know, tell us something may, you know, something's going to happen or whatever. And I'm, I'm going to tell you her most recent one and hers usually come to her in her dream. Okay. So Lucy has this dream that she's basically given her condolences to her ex-brother-in-law and her ex-sister-in-law. And she can see people and she can see her ex-brother-in-law in pain, crying. I say pain, but grief. And he's crying to her and he's telling her that he knows now what it feels like to truly lose someone that he loved. But she never seen who it was. And she didn't really know who it was. And so she gets up, she goes to work, and she's like, I need to tell Elijah my dream. So she tells Elijah her dream and says, hey, you know, we need to pray for your dad and his family because, you know, I had this dream and blah, blah, blah. Okay. One day later or two days later, they go and take Loopy, Elijah, and Cleo, and Sayla. They go and they take family pictures. They're leaving the place. And Elijah gets a call from his dad crying that his dad died. Oh, man. The brother, his brother, the man that was in Loopy's dream, he cannot leave freely and enter the country as he would like to. He could go, but he would not be able to come back. He's possibly not going to be able to attend his father's funeral. And he was the person that Loopy had the dream of because they gave me the chills oh my gosh is that not like super a I super thought super, not a super thought or super dream and I don't mean it like super like you know fantastic great job but no I know what you're saying yeah that's that's pretty weird like that's what gave me the chills man yeah it gave it kind of freaked Loopy and Elijah out because Loopy said that she when Elijah told her, she was she was like, Mom, she's like, what? She's like, his face? She said it like it was as if he had seen a ghost. And he she told he told her what his dad had called to tell him and how upset his dad was. And it's like they both knew her dream. Have you ever had any any dream like that? Like a premonition, or what's it called? In, a pesadilla in Spanish? Yeah. I know I always um, joke and call it a quesadilla, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the the pesadilla is more of like a a strong, like almost like a overcoming of your body. Like you can't move or anything in your dream. But I think the dreams that she has and the times that I've had them, I don't know if mine necessarily come in dreams, but the one time that I felt like I was being talked to or um, given a message through my dream was when, um, after Grandma died, I really, I was dreaming that uh, Bones was going to hurt us. Like, I had dreams after dreams that he was going to hurt somebody. Like, he was going to kill someone. 
And the crazy thing is that when we got the call about him committing suicide, um, I, I don't know how this is going to sound, but because my dreams were so strong, like they felt so real that when I got, when I got that call, it was almost like a, a, a sense or feeling of relief. Like he was not going to be able to hurt us. And I was sad that he had done what he had done, you know, taken his own life. Right. But I strongly believe that he would have hurt somebody in the family. Whether it be, and I honestly feel like I felt like it was my mom, but I don't know for sure. But I felt like he was, he was going to hurt us or someone. And I remember thinking when they said that, I didn't, wasn't like, oh, thank God. No, it was just like my first, oh, not my first thought. I guess what things kind of started to settle, like, you know, after a day went by. Right. I thought they after a day, but. As a certain amount of time passed. Right. It, I was like at ease, you know? I have to admit. I felt like he could have hurt somebody too. And I, I have, I don't think I've, I've allowed myself to get full closure over Bones' death because, mm-hmm. you know, when I was young, I was really close with him. He was you know, my godfather and we spent a lot of time together when I was really young. But as I got older, there were more things I discovered about him that I, I didn't really like. Right. And then, you know, he began to change too as time went on and, I just didn't feel safe around him. Not like he was going to hurt me, but I just didn't feel... Well, I don't know. Let me take that back. There were times when I felt like maybe he could hurt me. Yeah. And sometimes I felt like he was in a weird competition with me and Chalo over strength or vitality or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure over Grandma's affection. Mm -hmm. But I won that one hands down. Real easy. (laughs) But to, to piggyback onto what you were saying about him hurting somebody... When we first got the call that he had shot himself, one of the first, I can't say for sure it was the first thought, but one of the first thoughts that ran through my mind was, it's a trap. Like, this is a trick to lure us over there. I never thought that. <laughs> well, I mean, as it turned out, it, it it wasn't. It was, you know, it was, it was something horrible. Yeah. And I, I've had dreams of him since then and <laughs> there was one dream I had where it was do you remember when grandma had carpet in the kitchen like a piece of the kitchen all of the kitchen <laughs> she had the entire kitchen carpeted and I think it was I Bones' idea and it doesn't matter that's not a main detail to it it just it was just something that struck me as Crazy. I <laughs> no it was just a detail that struck me like okay this I know what time frame this is but it, it turns out it wasn't even the right time frame because Grandpa had already had his legs amputated at this point. I don't remember. I can't remember the dream that well now, but I I think we were arguing over Grandpa. I don't think it was over Grandma. And again, this was just a dream. So I'm standing by the sink. Bones pulls a gun on me. And I turn around, just like, like a stupid scene in a movie. I'm trying to be big man. I'm, I turn around and I say, are you going to shoot me in the back? Or are you going to be a man and wait till I turn around? And before I get a chance to turn around, he shoots me in the back twice. Because, oh, my God. Because I woke up immediately, 
And for a split second, I could not feel my legs, and it scared the hell out of me. Oh, my gosh. This was way, this was, I don't know how much time had passed, but Bones was already dead. Grandma and Grandpa had already passed away, and uh, I was still living on the corner. That's crazy. Yeah. It scared the hell out of me, but it was just a dream. I'm telling you, sometimes those dreams are like, feel so real, literally. Like you said, your legs. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. So I get, I, I think, I don't know. I just feel like there's a, I don't want to call it a supernatural power <laughs> or a gift or a, a curse uh, or a curse that I know for sure Loopy through her dreams. And I feel like mine is more so, like I said, I've had dreams. But mine is more so when I, when I'm with people, whether I, you know, it's the first time for me to meet them or be around them, or I'm around them forever, or whatever. You know, I've I've been around them for a while, or they've they're known to me. I get these feelings, like these vibes, and since I don't really, I try not to focus too much on them because I'm like, you know what, I don't want to read this person or whatever. But I get, and I don't, I don't know what it is that I can feel it like this person may not be trustworthy, or because well, you know I don't want to go on a supernatural tangent and say that it's some sort of gift, but it might just be a gut feeling, and I, oh, I don't, yeah, an intuition for sure. So I, I would say don't ignore that because I, I for a long time tried to say just in my head. I would have a gut feeling about something and I would just, I would ignore it or I would think that doesn't make sense. Let me do what I think is logical. And more often than not, if I listened to my gut feeling, things would have worked out better for me. So I've made an effort to try and start listening to that gut feeling, especially when it's about people. I just feel like it, it's that feeling is there, whether it's something supernatural, whether it's something evolutionary or, or what it's, it's something that you shouldn't ignore because it it's just like fear is something that is meant to keep us alive, you know, yeah. because it keeps us from doing stupid shit. I feel like that, that feeling, that gut feeling, that intuition, whatever you want to call it is there to help us also. That's my two cents. Yeah. Well, and I agree. I don't, I don't say I said like, I try not to read too much into it. I, I guess when I said that, I meant like trying to figure it out. Like, to really figure that person out. Like, what is it? Well, I what mean, are they... you're not going to go do research and do, like, a background check on them or something like that. No. So... I have to get, like, signed forms and permission with everything. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, like, if, if you have a gut feeling about something, don't ignore it. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I'm going to Facebook them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Facebook stalk them and see what they're doing. Well, see, that doesn't always work because... If that were the case, if somebody felt that way about me and they checked my Facebook, they wouldn't find that much information recently because yeah. I hardly use it anymore. I, I'm, I've been using more Instagram and Twitter. But even then, I don't use social media that much. And I'm real, I'm real measured about what I put on there. Yeah, but I bet people could still more or less kind of... Figure me out. Figure out. Not so much like you don't post pictures of alcohol or drinking or partying. Well, I mean, there's Your some pictures. up there. 
that I didn't post them. Someone else did from my, <laughs> yeah, well, but that was years ago. Still, that, that's yeah. been probably, uh, eight years ago, eight, nine years ago. And you're a change man. <laughs> Well, let's not make it out like I was some sort of raging alcoholic. I know. I'm not. That was just a joke. Say dum dum. What I meant was... I had a good time. Yes. And, and now I don't. I'm very boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, I live basically in my bedroom now since I got all my stuff moved in here. I haven't seen the light of day except through my window, and, and I'm actually thinking about closing the blinds. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, because you need to see light. <laughs> Hey, I've been outside Let's today. I went to Waterburger. Well, that's good. I'm glad. Hey, can I can I change the subject slightly? Yeah. All right. So we were talking about dreams. This I had last week, and I had a dream that it's unusual for me. Mm-hmm. I had this dream. It was really cinematic. It was at night. It was like mist on the ground, and you could see like the lights coming from somewhere, like headlights and stuff like that. And it was in a wooded area, kind of like ET. You know that scene in ET where they're they're uh, they're they're, hunting for, they're looking for ET near the beginning. Yeah. Like the, yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like that, only warmer. There's a group of guys, including me, who are going to go hunting for something. Now I, I don't know what we were hunting for specifically, but I feel like it was either like a monster or like a bad person. We were going hunting for something that wasn't wild game, and my brother was there, and so was one of my bosses. And they took off together in uh, in a blazer or something. And I ran after it because I was like, I'm going to go with my brother. Whatever we're hunting, I want to be with him. Right. So I jump in and I'm in the back seat. My boss is driving and Chalo's in the, in the front passenger seat. And I got a gun and everything. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a second. I don't hang out with my boss. <laughs> and then I realized this is a dream. I realized while I was asleep that I was dreaming. So I started slapping my boss on the face, not hard, not like, not like out of anger or anything, but just like, just like giving a little tap on the face saying, Hey man, we, we shouldn't be driving. We could be do, we could do anything. Let's fly. And I'm trying to change my dream from being in an SUV to being in an airplane flying through the sky. And I, I'm struggling and I'm struggling and nothing happens, but I know I'm in a dream. So I know that I could change this if I just knew how. And then I'll wake up. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's only the second time that's ever happened to me that I was aware that I was dreaming while I was asleep. The first time, I dreamt that I was in my mom's driveway and a car jumped the curb and somehow flew over her fence. It was coming straight for me, but I was able to slow the dream down to kind of like a jerky motion to give me time to get out of the way. But I was so so overwhelmed with my ability to control that dream that I didn't get out of the way. How's that? Sounds like an imagination. Because <laughs> if I could, if I could figure out how to lucid dream, I could have some weird, freaking dreams. I think you could even like turn it into a business. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I could do that, but I don't know. I just wanted to share that with you. I thought it was cool. That is cool. It sounds kind of crazy, but cool. Yeah, can you imagine if you could control your dreams? Listen, the fact that I've been and I wasn't even trying to, but the fact that I've been able to at least twice realize I was dreaming and try and take control. I feel like I'm on a good I'm on a good path to being able to control my dreams. Yeah, cuz especially when you're having or when someone's having a pesadilla. <laughs> I don't because know. Because if- in those it's like your body is paralyzed. 
Like you're you're mute. You can't see, speak. You can't see when you're describing this move. to me. When you're describing right now, to me, I, I'm like, because I'm kind of a skeptic now. You know, as I get older, like I said, I become a little more conservative and more skeptical of things. You describe this, and I'm thinking, oh man, it must be just a sleep paralysis. They don't suffer from it fully, but occasionally they have it. Well, I think I could see that being to some extent true or a valid point there. But what the the dreams that go on while you're in that state are frightening. Like you are trying to get away from something or trying to save someone or trying to to do something usually for your safety or, or protection or something, and you can't. Okay, this still you sounds can't. like sleep paralysis. A nightmare? Have you... Are you? Do you believe in science? <laughs> I do believe in science. <laughs> but I'm also, uh, I'm also a man of God. And those, I mean, those two ideologies constantly battle inside of me because there are people who think that if you're one, you can't be the other. But I disagree. It's hard to find no, a balance. I, I agree. I mean, I think you can. Uh, but speaking of nightmare, because there's a documentary on Netflix that I want to recommend, and it's called The Nightmare. It's a documentary about sleep paralysis. and Is it scary? It's called The Nightmare. It's a documentary. Is it like Nightmare on Elm Street? No, no, no. It's a documentary about people who suffer from sleep paralysis. And when I say suffer... Like, if you hear their stories, you realize these people are suffering when they sleep. I'm going to watch it because I have Netflix in my room now. Nice. Because I think it's that time. Already? Add one more story yes. to tell. Okay. <laughs> I went to get some groceries, and while I was at the store, I was like, I need to get a Mother's Day card because you know how important a card is to my mother yes. for Mother's Day. Yes, I do. Okay, so I'm looking at the cards. And first of all, shame on Hallmark. I'm calling them out right now unless they want to sponsor this show, which I know (laughs) is not going to happen. So I'm calling them out. Shame on Hallmark for hiking up the prices of specialty cards like Mother's Day cards. The first one I looked at, cuz, was a really nice card. It was bigger than a usual card, so it required (laughs) extra postage. I turned it over. And the price on the back of it said seven ninety nine. Yeah, you don't sound as outraged as I am. No, because when I, all the cards I looked at were like seven ninety nine and up. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness! I've already spent X amount of dollars on the gift for mom, and now they want eight dollars for the card plus extra postage. I don't know what the extra postage is going to be. I'm going to have to put two stamps on this and hope that's enough, and wait and see if it gets there. That's maybe like a $12 card. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I set it back down, and I'm looking through the other cards, and I see a couple other ones I look at. And their prices aren't $7.99, but they're still kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. And then as a goof, I go over to the uh, the Spanish section, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, you know, just like, ha. it wouldn't be funny if I sent Mom a, a Spanish Mother's Day card. Mm-hmm. So I pick one up and I start reading it and I don't understand everything, but what I understand, I'm like, wow, this is actually really beautiful. It's kind of the sentiment I want to express. And then I turn it over and I read the translation and it's, you know, it, it has everything in English. I'm like, wow, this, yeah, this is, this is, yeah, this really, this is really what I I want. 
but it's in Spanish. And then I look at the price. I'm like, okay, that's actually a reasonable price. It was like it was five dollars. It was four ninety nine. So I'm like, oh, man, part of me feels like a cheapskate that I I'm thinking about buying this card that's three dollars cheaper than the first one I looked at. Also, I'm like, well, you know, maybe I should embrace my Mexican heritage. And also, my mom is forever looking for a good deal and stuff. Maybe it's it's in the, it's in the spirit of my mom for Mother's Day that that I buy a card that's less expensive. So I got I hope it. You bought it. I bought oh, it. Oh, cool! I bought it. Yeah, <laughs> I bought it, and I go to the checkout, and uh, that's the first thing I put up there, and I put my other groceries behind it. And the girl at the checkout is Hispanic, and she gets the card. She says something to me in Spanish, but I didn't hear her. So I said, "What was that?" And then she says it again, and it was something like, you know. Uh, saying something like hello or something like that in Spanish. And I responded, I was like, oh, bien, you usted. And she said, um, uh, do you not speak Spanish? I said, no, not really. I said, I can speak menu Spanish really well. And she's like, what's that? And I'm like, you know, if I go into a restaurant and I order off the menu, I sound like I really know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and she was laughing. She was like, oh, you mean food? I was like, yeah, yeah, food. And she said, um, why are you buying a Mother's Day card in Spanish if you don't speak Spanish? I said, well, my mother speaks Spanish really well. And I thought, you know, like I just told you, I was like, I thought she would appreciate me embracing my heritage more. And she said, do you even know what this says? And I said, yeah, there's a translation on the back. And she started laughing at me. Cause, and she's like a, like a high school teenage girl. And I felt so embarrassed, but I couldn't, you know, I couldn't fight it. I, everything she said was true. And then she says, well, you look like you don't speak Spanish. And I'm like, what? <laughs> What does that mean? She said, you just look like you don't speak Spanish. I said, well, you know, I speak a little bit, but not much. So I'm like... You're racially profiling Totally! (laughs) I got profiled by another Hispanic. (laughs) Well, and normally I don't buy a Mother's Day card. Your mom doesn't Uh, get upset if you don't give her a card? Yeah, I do buy a Mother's Day card. I didn't buy her a birthday card this year. Did she get upset? No, I don't think so. I haven't heard anything yet. (laughs) Well, all right. Well, she's at a certain age, so maybe she just doesn't remember. Eric, stop talking about my mom. She remembers everything. Let me just point this out. My birthday falls exactly one week after hers. My birthday's on April 20th. I got her birthday card that she sent to me. It was postmarked on May 3rd. That's not April 20th. That's not even near April 20th. She said she had it set for two weeks. I can believe it. And I wasn't, look, I appreciate the gift. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying <laughs> Call it out, my mama. I'm not trying to say anything bad about the gift because I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And at the thought that counts, I just thought it right. was funny because, <laughs> first of all, you know, I, I don't I don't celebrate my birthday. It, it's not right. a big deal to me. So I just get a little uptight and nervous because of the people around me who insist on making a big deal about my birthday. So once I get past that, I'm like, okay, birthday's over. I don't have to worry about it for another year. So until I check my mail two weeks late, no, two and a half weeks later, and I find a (laughs) birthday card in there from your mom. You're like, I don't like celebrating. This is another reminder two and a half weeks later. And then I open it and money falls out. And then I'm like, and then I'm like, hey, that's really nice, but she didn't have to do that. So then I went and spent the money on you. <laughs> and then some. I heard. 
I yeah, know. I can't wait to get it to you. It's going to be awesome. Anyway, I think it's the time. What time is that, cuz? It's the... It's time to say goodbye to the number two podcast where two cousins talk to each other and just jibber-jabber and nothing real serious except for the suicidal talk and the lady who was naked pretty much in church today and she was a distraction and I thought about her in an unclean way. It's the number two Podcast. Come on, cuz. I said podcast. No, lyrics number two pod. There we go. Number two podcast. Number two. No lyrics. All right, cuz. It was good talking to you. All right, cuz. I'll see you sooner or later. All right, cuz. Send me our show. All right. Goodbye. Well, that was it. Number two podcast. Me and my number two cuz. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day.